Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen, we trust, as the Republican mentioned, like the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, and bright race, the mentalists. Good evening, I am your host, the intellectual leader, Ninkare, and this is Mentelect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing organized law and order. What is organized law and order? You would think that in the society in which we live, where there's police, where there is a National Guard, where there's military, where there's FBI, DEA, all these different um, so-called law enforcement organizations, that which appears to be law enforcement, there is a um, not really a law enforcement organization, not really. There is no law enforcement organization here. These organizations that you see are not law enforcement organizations at all. They organized uh, criminal organizations, organized crime societies. That's really what they are. It's organized chaos and confusion or organized crime. The term organized crime didn't just start with groups like the Italians, the Mafia, the Cosa Nostra. It didn't just start with that. This society is based on organized crime, right? So organized crime, right, bases, you know, bases the foundation on first and foremost on profit, on money, right? They base their um, foundation on profit, on money. If you get locked up, right, you get a bail, you know, if you can't afford the bail, you stay in jail. But if you can afford it, if you can pay the bail, you get out of jail, right? And for mostly almost anything, depending on who you are, you can, you know, escape so-called justice, right? Or you can be thrown in jail for a crime you didn't commit, and people will keep you in there because you become another body or another number or just another bed and some sort of, you know, um, federal federal uh, allotment, you know, because they get paid every time they house inmates in the society. They get paid. And this is what's going to happen with your private corporations. So really it's based on organized chaos and confusion, not organized law and order. Organized law and order is all about correcting people. Now, they claim they got what's called correction officers, supposed to be Department of Corrections, but it is really not, right? Because people are not corrected when they go to prison or go to jail. They're not corrected, right? If anything, they are more or less encouraged to continue the activity they do. They're not really punished. They're not corrected. You see, when you have a organized, when you have organized law and order, the whole point is to either deal with something so harsh, so cruel, so disturbing, in one way or the other. And when things are not as harsh and cruel, you try to correct them. I'm gonna give you a good example. Of this in this society, you have serial killers, you have rapists, you have all these people here, and based on the law and whatever. They won't put these people to death, but they'll give them life sentences. They'll lock them in jail for life for being um, serial killers, serial rapists, serial child molesters. These people will be locked up in jail for the rest of their lives. They won't be put to death. Now, 
If anyone needed to be put to death, it would be those kind of people, serial child molesters, serial killers, serial rapists, or just people who have done activity like that. But you can find these people in jail being taken care of, three hots and a cot, right, probably in jail raping somebody or, you know, engaging in homosexuality, some more degeneracy, and they keep these people alive. They wanted to keep Jeffrey Dahmer alive. You see, they didn't want to put him to death mainly because he killed a lot of bronze people and ate a lot of bronze people and he was engaging in degeneracy, homosexual acts with bronze people, with so-called black, I'm not even calling them bronze, black people, you see. They wanted to keep him alive. This society, which is based on organized chaos and confusion, organized crime, depending on who you are, they will keep you alive in the system. They will punish you or keep you alive in a system, and that punishment ends up being more of a saving grace for these people. They'll live in jail, right? These people can live in jail. They can grow in jail. They can fester in prison, right? And you think that this is punishment for these people. No, it is actually a reward. You are rewarding people with three hots in a cot, a bed, uh, housing and things like this, you're rewarding these people for what they did. You're not punishing them. People who do such horrendous crimes, they have no other, they should not, you know, they shouldn't be allowed to live under a system of organized law and order. That would be the rule of thumb. And anything below that, you know, if, if it wasn't horrendous, you should be correcting these people. You should be teaching them trades and things like that because, like I said, the whole point is supposed to be to turn people who are um, who are salvageable, and you can salvage, to turn them into productive people. You got people sitting in jail, right, for 20, 30 years for robberies and things like that. You got people sitting in jail for drug dealing and things like that. You got people sitting up in jail for things like that for the rest of their lives. You know, harmless offenses, offenses where people should be rehabilitated. But see, in an organized system of law and order, you are going to rehabilitate people. The whole idea of organized law and order is that you, just like any product, bad product into a good product, you see. You try to turn them into a, turn into a good product. They don't have any um, things in jail. They don't have any... Uh, real programs in jail to teach people skills like they used to because they're really not into the correction thing because they know nine times out of ten, if people get a second chance nine times and they got something that they can do nine times out of ten, they're not trying to come back to jail. And they discovered that this puts a dent in their um, prison population. Hmm. It also starts to threaten people's jobs because if you don't have police locking people up, if you don't have judges trying cases, if you don't have public defenders and things like that doing these things, like I said, what they don't want to tell you is right now, crime is very low in a lot of the uh, cities. These cities out here, crime is getting low. You see, crime is not as high as it used to be. Crime is getting very low. People are not trying to go to jail, especially now during this COVID thing. People are not trying to go to jail. so. Right now, they're trying to keep people 
lawyer trying to give people offenses and whatnot to keep you locked up in jail because your stay there equals money. And when money gets involved in a system like this, you're no longer you're no longer you're doing it for profit now. It's not about rehabilitating people. It's not about correcting people. It's not about making or salvaging people and putting them back in society. It's about making a buck off of them. You see, it's about getting them to go out and do um, slave labor. You see, like put out fires, fix roads, things like that. That's what it's about. You see, it's all about organized crime now, organized slavery, organized chaos and confusion. And you don't care if these people's families are broken. You don't care if these people, you know, are never going to be on the street again. It benefits the state and it benefits these private corporations that run or that are taking over the prison system, right? And they're contracting out labor to the state. You got a lot of these private corporations who are now your new slave plantations who are contracting out free labor, you know, or prison labor, not free labor, but prison labor because the prison is going to get paid. The corporation, the houses, the inmates are going to get paid, right? And they tell you that these people are going to have to have follow certain guidelines and whatnot. But the thing is, in a system of organized law and order, there's always a check and balance. In other words, if you got police officers, if you got people who are, you know, sworn to uphold the law and keep order, see, because that's supposed to be a serious thing. That is supposed to be a serious thing in the society. And the so-called white man has made a mockery of that. The so-called white man has made a mockery of law and order. Look at the police that they have up here. Look at the police. You got these guys who are getting these jobs, who are taking these jobs just so that they can abuse people, just so that they can be crooked and corrupt, and they allow these people to stay on the force, you see, which gives a bad look to this system of so-called law and order. They allow these people to stay on the force. They allow these degenerate police to stay on the force. And I, I don't care if they're black, white, Latino, whatever, they got a lot of degenerates on the force. And it makes the force look bad. It makes the law and order of the society look bad, what they're trying to do. This is why you don't have a lot of people who are pro-law and order here because of so many crooked police officers, people who don't deserve to wear badges, people who don't um, don't um, deserve to take an oath to uphold law and order. They don't deserve to carry a badge or a gun, you see. Because, see, the minute you start allowing criminals and badges to carry guns and arrest people, that pretty much throws your system of what you're trying to portray as law and order in the garbage, you see. And now people don't trust the police. The people who are supposed to be, people who are supposed to be charged with protecting and serving the public. Nobody trusts you anymore. Nobody. Black, white, and everything in between. After a while, it's going to break down. Even the so-called white people who are supposed to be pro-police, pro-blue, they really not. They only feel that way when it's, you know, the police are going against black people. That's the only time they pro-police, pro-back-to-back. But white people, for the most part, they're not law. They're not, they're not really supporters of the police. Not at all. All you got to do is watch these videos where they get into altercations with the police officers. They're really not. The morale for police officers is very bad because they allow bad apples in the bunch. 
And if you allow bad apples, rotten apples in a bunch, then again, you no longer have an organized system of law. No, you don't have that. You have an organized system of chaos and confusion and crime. Let me take a quick call. I see 504. 504. 504. 504 drop. The reason why I'm talking about this is because for the future, our men who are righteous men, righteous law-abiding men, righteous bronze men, righteous men of pure law and order, we must learn how to keep the law and the order in the future. We must have the right mindset when it comes to keeping law and order, you see, because it's going to fall on us, as it always has fallen on the so-called black man, the bronze man, because as I said before, the only true ones who are the keepers of law and order is the so-called black man, the bronze man. You're the only one supposed to be the sheriffs, the police officers, and things like that, the people that are protecting and serving. It's only supposed to be our people, man, for the most part. You see, when they're in their right state of mind, it's only supposed to be our people who are keeping the law and the order, not these other people, because like I said, a lot of these police officers, a lot of them have mental problems. A lot of them are cowards. A lot of them are beta males and beta females, and they have to hide behind guns to make them seem as though they're powerful. These are not the type of people who should be charged with keeping the law in order. That should be for upstanding people. And I'm not saying you don't have any cops or police officers who are not fine, upstanding, honest people who are um, trying to abide by some form of law and order and organized law and order. But unfortunately, they are in a system of chaos and confusion and a system of organized crime because if you allow crooked police, if you allow people who are racially profiling people, who are looking for arrests, who are setting people up and trying to uh, uh, frame people and put plant drugs, plant all kinds of stuff in people's cars and just, just bothering the public, I don't care what race they are, whatever issue they have with this, if you allow these people to be a part of law enforcement, if you allow these people to be a part of your military, anything you do, then that's a black eye on anything you do. You're supposed to make sure you have the best and the brightest and the most unbiased people that are operating within this system. You see, you want the best. You see, forget race, forget all that, and usually the best encourage men, the best men for the job. I don't care if they black, white, or whatever, everything it shouldn't matter. You see, the ones who are going to put that badge on, the ones who are going to stand up, the ones who are going to be serious about that, that's real. You see, that's real. The people who've taken an oath to uphold the law for real without being biased, that's people who are your finest and upstanding, but they get all kinds of scumbags, cowards, racists, and all kinds of garbage to be in these systems. And it's going to come back to bite them in the ass in this society because when you keep having people, when you know, when you have a system that's trying, where you're trying to maintain law and order, 
when you have a system when you're trying to get the people to trust you, when you have a system when you're trying to get the people to be on your side. Because, see, law and order only applies when people are willing to follow it. Law and order don't mean a damn thing if people ain't trying to follow it. See, the people are always going to outnumber the police. They're always going to outnumber the police. So if the people don't want to follow the law and they say, F you, what are you going to do about it? Shoot them, kill them. You got a lot of people to shoot. You ain't got enough bullets. You'll run out of bullets. And then if you kill everybody and there ain't no police, and then now you're forcing people. You shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't have to do that. You should, your police should be seen as helpers, as saviors. They should be seen as saviors to the public, people who are going to aid and be the line between the criminals and yourself. They're supposed to be the protection, but they're not. You got people sitting up here talking about they're scared of the police. You got people sitting up here talking about they're scared of the, the FBI and all these other. Why are these people being shown as being crooked? Why are these people being shown as being degenerate? Why are these people being shown as being racist? Why do you allow such an image for your police? You should not want that image for your police. You should want your police, and if, like I said, you should want your police to be unbiased, fair, you see, when dealing with the public. Whatever personal bias they have off their job, that's their business. But when they come to the job, they profiling people. If they're arresting people on nonsense, they should be fired immediately and possibly get jail time. See, because what that does is it discourages the bad apples from joining the bunch. And I'm going to say something to you so-called black men out there who say F the police and you don't want to, you know, I couldn't be no cop and I couldn't do this. Don't complain and cry about policing and police officers and whatever the case may be if you're not willing to put a badge on and get out there and enforce the law. See, because I said more and more you so-called black men who are in the, in the cities who are doing nothing, you should be putting badges on. You should be putting on badges and taking these jobs all over the place. You so-called black men, you should be – if you don't like what the police are doing, if you don't like what they're doing, then you should be joining the police forces in droves. You see, and getting that whole stigma of black men being criminals and things like that off of you. You should be making a change and making a difference, you see, because what this shows in the younger generation to come is that we, as bronze people, as proud bronze people, we are the real ones who are standing up for law and order, organized law and order. That should be a thing, a mantra within the family and things like that, that we are about organized law and order. Things are structured, you see. Things are done right. Because when you have people who have that mentality, eventually over time they will become the law and order. People will start to trust in you, as it was at one point in time. Our people are supposed to carry that and be the ones who are keeping the law and the order. See, already this society was set up on a crime. This society was set up on taking land from people. This society was taken up was set up on uh, robbing people of their land, enslaving people. So the foundation of this society is already based in criminality. This, is, this system is already based in criminal behavior. This whole foundation is based on criminal activity, but they don't call it that, you see. Let's just call it what it is. This whole society is based on, set up on crime. The foundation of America and all these societies, for the most part, are set up on criminal 
uh, uh, organized crime, some form of organized criminal activity. Now, I thought about this. I said, why is it that the government allows the so-called mafia, the Cosa Nostra, whatever you call them, why do they allow these people to exist in this country? Why do they allow organized crime to exist? They know who the people are who are doing this, doing all this stuff. They'll lock up some of these people and whatnot, but you're still leaving the structure going. The structure is still set up. The people are still running things and doing what they're doing. Why is it that they don't just totally take down everybody? Now, if it was so-called black people doing it, it wouldn't have been no organized crime that was going on in this country for 100 years. It wouldn't have been like that. They would have locked up everybody, you see. But they allow certain people to commit crimes here. They allow certain people to indulge in crime. So if you allow certain people to indulge in crime here, then that means you are running an organized crime racket. If you allow people to indulge in that, don't matter if you lock them up. If you ain't locking up everybody who's doing these things, selling drugs, labor racketeering, extortion, all these things, murder, if you ain't locking up all these people who's doing that, taking down whole systems of people doing that, then you part of it as well. You're no different than they are. You just wearing a goddamn badge. And like I said, you who wear these badges, you so-called white people, you white males who wear these badges, you are a disgrace, man. The mass majority of you are, are a disgrace, man. You are not about law and order. Law and order is something that comes from on high, from the Lord, man. Law and order is by way of the Lord, man. Most high, the creator. That's why I said you guys don't believe in no creator, man. You don't. You believe in a false God. And, and, and your false God, you believe that you framing people, locking up people, and, you know, a uh, 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 bias um, um Profiling people Y'all you, y'all don't believe in no God You're godless people man You're godless people And yet they put badges on you And you know why this is allowed to continue Because none of you bronze men Are standing up for righteousness If nobody's standing up And nobody's collectively standing up In the name of righteousness Then there will always be organized crime that's being fronted off as organized law and order or structured law and order. It's going to always stand like that because none of you are standing up and taking place. Y'all are sitting up here and indulging crime and all the things you're doing, but you won't stand up and say, you know what, I don't like what's going on in my neighborhood. You niggas don't stand up and say, I don't like the drug dealing that's going on in my neighborhood. I don't like these things that's taking place. I don't like the gang banging. So you know what, I'm going to become a police and I'm going to stop some of this. I'm going to work to get this stopped. You see? I want to get this stopped. That's not your mindset. You see, you don't you don't want to lock up the criminals. Some of you guys, you want to be criminals and badges as well, just like the so-called white man. Now, like I said, for you so-called white males who are out there upholding the law, unbiasedly coming there to do your job, I'm not talking to you. But I am talking to you at the same time because y'all are part of a system that upholds this degeneracy. See, there's too many bad apples in the bunch. Too many bad apples. And see, after a while, you think, oh, well, it don't affect me. It's going to affect everybody. You're thinking, oh, you're just focusing on these blacks and we'll just lock up these blacks and whatnot. After a while, you judges, you DAs, you district attorneys, you coin-appointed lawyers, all of that system that you know is crooked and corrupt and degenerate is going to come back on you as well. See, there's judgment and punishment for everybody. 
And y'all really don't think that you're going to be touched by this, but you will be. You all will be touched by it. All the degeneracy you do behind a badge, all the false oaths that you swear to uphold to keep the law unbiasedly, however y'all swear, whatever you swear to, whatever false god you swear to, and then turn around and do degeneracy, you want to pay for that. You see, because there is judgment. There is real judgment. There is real righteous judgment for everything. See, but the problem is why it is not operating in the world, why that righteous judgment is not operating in the world, because enough of our people are not standing up in the name of righteousness and pure judgment. Our people are not standing up. The real people are supposed to be standing up in the name of righteousness and judgment. Our people. But now, that's changing. That's being brought forth. You see, that's being brought forth. You see, if there's a natural law, if there's a natural order to things, right, if there's a natural law, if there's a natural order to things, if there's something known as karma, Right? If there's something known as karma, natural law, natural order, then what makes you think that Charles is going to escape that? Think that you can sit behind your goddamn desk with your suits on and sit up here and judge people, or sit behind benches and sit behind on sit on stands and judge people. And you people are degenerates. You are crooked. You are liars. You see, no one has judged you yet, but your judgment is coming. It's going to be swift. It will be swift because you uphold lies. You don't uphold righteousness. You don't uphold reality. You don't uphold pure judgment. You don't uphold that. You uphold something called justice. Remember I told you there's no such thing as justice. That's some false thing that these Caucasians made. There's no such thing as justice. Justice is objective. You see, now excuse me, I said justice is subjective. It's subjective. It's basically, it's based on what you think justice is or what you, again, it's prejudicial. Justice is prejudicial, you see, because one person can think something is um, is based in justice and another person think, might not think so. You see the thing with judgment which it makes judgment real is no matter what people think about it, it's always righteous. Whatever happens, like I said, whatever you do in this world, be it positive or negative, it will return to you. Whatever you do, be it positive or negative, it will return to you, and there will be righteous judgment. Righteous judgment is coming. Righteous judgment is coming, right, for all of you. You you will not escape judgment. You will not escape righteousness. Righteousness is true law. Righteousness is true order. It is righteous law and righteous order. You see, it is righteous law, righteous order. That's what that is. And if you don't know that, if you don't know that, 
then you're going to know. If you don't know that, you will know. Because we are being shown the hard way. You see, we had to, we had to receive judgment. So you will as well. See, the people who are in a position of power, they are going to carry the heaviest burden of judgment. They're going to carry the heaviest burden because more is expected of you. If you're put in that position to keep the law in order and you're not doing it, then it's going to go into the hands of those who want to. I'm going to give you a good example of this. When I go back to Bass Reeves, here's a man who was in slavery, right? Here was a man who was in slavery, right, who beat up his slave master and ran away and became a lawman. Now, this is a time where, of course, racism was high like it is now, but racism was really high. This man, moving off of pure righteousness, off of pure power, that had to be pure almond. This man caught over 3,000. Now, you know he had to be really probably more than that. This man caught over 3,000 criminals, black, white, Indian, everything in between. Caught all these people with the first bronze uh, 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 U.S. marshal. You see, you see the power of righteousness? When our people want to be righteous and do the right thing, you know, do, do the righteous thing, that power starts to come into alignment with us. He turned, he virtually, by way of righteousness, by way of organized law and order, being in alignment with real law and order, righteous law and order, because real law and order is righteousness. The foundation of real law and order is righteousness. That's why I said these people can never truly be law and order. The so-called white man and all the rest of these people that he got installed as police officers, they can never truly be they can never truly be real people of law and order because, see, pure law and order is based in righteousness. You have to be righteous men and righteous women in order to keep law and order. See, if you're not a righteous man, then you can't be a really good cop. You can't be a good cop. You can't be a good whatever the hell they claim they law enforcement. These are, these are scumbags. These are scumbags and badges. They're not cops. They're not police officers. They're not men of law and order. They're not lawmen. You see, these these terminologies, police, which is short for policy, you know, these are the policy keepers. They, they're not really lawmen. You see, they're supposed to just be lawmen here. These are not lawmen. Police, look at the terminologies, police, agents, things like that. Those are not lawmen. See, real lawmen, which is what's supposed to be all over this society, all over the world, lawmen. Real lawmen are righteous men. Real men who keep law and order, right? Those are men with the foundation of righteousness. They got good. They come from good families, or they are raising and bringing together good families. They take care of their children. They stand for righteousness. You see, they're not engaged in degeneracy. When that's not your foundation, when you a bunch of goddamn pigs. When you're just a bunch of pigs who just just doing a job, doing a shitty job, going to the bar, getting drunk half the time, you're sniffing coke and doing whatever you're doing, degeneracy and whatnot, or uh, uh, profiling people and harassing people and whatnot, a bunch of thugs and badges, a bunch of animals and badges. This is a straight, straight, straight miscarriage of law and order and judgment. 
This is disgusting. What is being passed off as law and order here? It is disgusting. I don't regard these police officers and all these people as, as, as lawmen. They're not lawmen. They're not. Because true lawmen keep the peace. They don't go off um, pulling guns on people, trying to fight with people, all that silly shit. Trying to prove how tough they are. That's not what real lawmen do. They're not out here trying to cause problems. They're out here trying to keep the peace. They don't want no problems. You see? That's what real lawmen do. You see, back in the days in the West, that terminology, uh, lawmen, right, that was with sheriffs and things like that, the lawmen. But then the beast start putting together these policy keepers, a.k.a. police officers, or policy overseers. That's all they are, policy overseers. But the corporations that really run the society, they're policy overseers. They're not lawmen. They oversee the policies of the society. They are the they are the uh, um, they are the uh, um, policy overseers of the society. That's all they are. That's what a police officer is. He's a policy overseer of the corporation that they work for. You see, and they are dispatched by these district attorneys. Like I said, the setup here, the structure, you see, is degenerate. Because if you got degenerate people in charge of these things, if you got degenerates, if you allow that, like I said, this goes to show you there shouldn't be no element of dirty police officers. There shouldn't be no element of crooked police or crooked agents or crooked anything. But, see, they leave room for stuff like that. That's why they call them anything other than lawmen, sheriffs or sheriffs. They call them anything other than that. They call them agents. They call them police officers. They call them anything other than that. Anything or other than see. The idea is that you're supposed to believe that they're lawmen or men of law. They're not. They're not. Half the time when they're arresting you, they don't even know the goddamn law, and they ain't following it. All they know is they're gonna put you in cuffs and take you away. See, because that's that's uh um that's money for them. When they looking like they out here doing their job, they don't even know the law. And then when you start explaining the law to them, they ready to pull out a gun and hit you or shoot you or hit you with a stick or something like that to abuse you. So this is what you got. This is what you got out here patrolling. This is what you got out here so-called enforcing the law. Meanwhile, meanwhile, women are being snatched off the street. Children are being snatched off the street. You got sex trafficking, drug trafficking. Obviously, if this is going on here in the society, how is sex trafficking, drug trafficking, and all this stuff that's going on in the society, how is that allowed to go on if you got all these police? If you got all these police, how is this able to go on? How is it that you got time to profile innocent people, bother children and whatnot? How is it that you got time to do that and all this crime is going on? Answer, because you're not real lawmen. That's why. You're trying to make a quota. That's all it's about. You're trying to write tickets. You're trying to make a quota. You're trying to make them eight hours go by, however long you want the job, so you can get your ass to the bar and get drunk or go home to your family, you see, or whatever the hell you do. You see, this is what you got time to do, yet you claim to believe in some God, yet you claim to believe that you are, you took the job because you want to keep law and order and you want to be. No, you don't. 
No, you don't, because you're not righteous people. You are not righteous people. And like I said, for those of you who will say, well, I don't engage in it, that's not right that you paint us all that way, you all are painted that way because enough of you are not saying we don't want to be working on jobs with crooked police officers, crooked police officers who are by, who, who are being biased toward people, who are profiling people, pol- uh, police who are pulling guns on children, who are putting, putting guns on children. This is what you're doing. This is what you've become. You pull guns on children. You shoot children. You allow these people to work. Like I said, doesn't matter whether you like black people or whoever else. If you feel like, oh, they're just black people, they deserve it, whatever the case may be, it shouldn't even be about whether you like or dislike anybody. It should be more about you being concerned about how this looks for you as a so-called law enforcement. Because, again, as you are a so-called law enforcement person, you should you should you're supposed to be unbiased in who you apply the law to. You're supposed to be unbiased. You see, you should be more concerned with upholding the badge of law and order and doing what's righteous as a real man, as a real woman. You should be concerned with that. The hell with whether you like people or not, because people ain't you ain't nobody got to like anybody. It ain't about like and dislike. That's about doing what you pledge to do. See, this goes back to when I said again about your word being your bond. Y'all word ain't shit, man. You so-called white police officers and, and, and you ones who follow behind these white racist police officers, you Mexicans and some of you simple-minded black ones, y'all word don't mean shit, man. You see, y'all, y'all are you guys are scum. You're scum. And like I said, they need to bring back the days of men like Bass Reeves, real lawmen. They need to bring back the days of great men like Bass Reeves, real lawmen. You see, it ain't enough for you so-called bronze men to stand up for that. You want to be a bunch of niggas. Y'all programmed by boys in the hood. You niggas want to be thugs and gangsters. Y'all should get your minds right and join these police agencies. Join these things. Join them with a righteous state of mind. Join them if you don't have no record. Join them with a righteous state of mind. You see, that's what you should be doing. Going into these things and bringing that power of law and order into these societies, into these police agencies, bringing the righteousness of law and order. You see, the true law and order as the Lord wants it to be. You see, and as that time goes, as you are truly bringing law, because again, it's ain't about black and white. It's not about that. If it was, if it was, if it was, if it was so-called black men, black men in charge of the police departments, and they were being degenerates, I'd call them out too. I don't care about the black and white thing. If the white police were doing good jobs and whatnot, I'd say, yeah, you know, some guys are doing a good job. But they not. Like I said, the ones who are. You should not want to be doing your service next to people who are not, people who are scumbags. Because if you don't find these people who you work with to be scumbags, then that means you're a scumbag. And like I said, there's always judgment for scumbags all the way up the line. There's always judgment for scumbags. You see, that's coming. That's coming. 
No one escapes judgment. No one. No one escapes judgment because judgment is just that powerful. Judgment is by the hand of homage. Let me take a call. 720. <clears throat> Good evening, Mr. Newbin. Good evening, sir. Um, Good evening. On the topic, on the topic, I just wanted to give a real quick. I'm on fast forward, man. I know you're about to go on break. Uh, two accounts that happened to me here in Colorado. <clears throat> now I moved from New Jersey to kind of get away from some of that police, that police, you know, that police black man energy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one of the reasons. Among many other reasons why I got away from the East Coast. <clears throat> but living out here on a Sunday, Sunday morning, me and my wife, McDonald's parking lot. No lights, no emergency lights, just a bullhorn. We trying to get out the car. I didn't even know he was behind me. Both parked. He, he must have pulled up. Um, my wife, she attempts to get out the car first. They're like, get back in the car, get back in the car. I'm like, babe, what's going on? Oh, she like, the cops behind us or whatever. Mind you, again, we're already parked. No lights or nothing. Female cop pull up on one side, walk up on one side. Male cop walk up on another. Long story short, I got put in prison on a Sunday. Overnight, man, hours. I didn't get out of there until like 3.30, 4 in the morning. Brother, this is what I was charged with. Driving without a license. Now, I, and, 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 and. That charge was madness because if you're issued a license, even if you don't have it on you, long as that license was issued before the time of the pullover, then that charge can be dropped as, as long as you can, you know, bring that license into the to the judge. That was one charge. The second charge was uh, an illegal term, which was why they pulled up on us in the first place. So he said. I didn't see no illegal turn. I made all the proper turns accordingly. I've been a CDL driver for about 20 years now. And the third charge was, um, uh, you know, my first name is Alexander. So I said Alex, basically. I was like, you know, my name is Alex, you know, Alex, whatever. I said my last name, whatever. He went to the car, ran the name, came back. That's not your name. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get out the car. You know, going, going to arrest you, whatever. So I'm chopping up the story all crazy, whatever. This thing went to trial. It shouldn't have. Okay, I was found guilty of of, of an all-white jury. Mind you, this is a situation where there's no victim, no civil matter, and no criminal uh, complaint. So I know I'm rambling. I'm saying a lot. I'm chopping it all up. But I say that to say this. They have, they have, they can be aggressive and, 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 you know, blatant with their with their uh with their wickedness and they can be subtle they can use the in between of their policies like you mentioned earlier they can use keywords and their so-called regulations and policies to jam you up and i haven't been able to get, to get a good job out here on a cdl side in a long time and it hurts man well, it hurts well, and well, and that, well, that well, let me, well, well hold on let me ask you all of those charges stuck. Did, did you have what 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 charges that that actually stick? All three, 
All three. One was uh, all three, Mr. Newman. I went to court. I, I didn't have any representation because I got this thing with lawyers, you know, the whole bar and the whole British connection with the lawyer thing. So I wasn't trying to deal with that. I'm trying to tell a lawyer, like, look, I'm not a U.S. citizen. I claim, you know, a whole different status. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She wasn't hearing that. They wouldn't let me speak. Totally railroaded me. The Morris, the Mor- was you using the Morris thing? No, and I wanted to speak on that, too, from previous phone calls. Like, I don't familiar, I'm not familiar with none of that. What I'm trying to familiarize myself with. Hold on, hold on, with, but what you said, but what you, hold on, hold on. What you said was you claim a whole different status. That's what you told us, the judge? Yeah, yeah, basically on, on, the, on the understanding that the United States is a corporation. I was basically trying to tell her that I'm not part of this corporation. I'm not part of this little. That's more talk. This, That's more restore. That's more restorative. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, it, well, I didn't know that. Well, why are, you, why are you saying things like that and you don't even know what you're saying? Because, because factually, the United States historically and at present, Mr. Newman, is a corporation. Okay, now how people want to deal with that, that's on them. But as far as the topic of, of tonight's uh, class and my experiences with these wicked uh, policy enforcers, I just wanted to con- I just wanted to agree that if our if if, if in my opinion I'm going to say even me telling my son you have to learn what you need to learn as far as the laws of the state that you live in because they can come behind you on some on some madness and you not know. Whereas having that knowledge defeats, it kind of kills the ignorance. Because when I said, I told, the, I told the judge, I said, look, I got a CDL. My CDL pertains to employment. Even on the back of the CDL, it gives the weight of the, the vehicle and other information pertaining to employment. You're not to pull me over on a Sunday and charge me on, on my CDL. So that's, that's I'm, I'm coming at their neck like that. I'm like, look. I wasn't employed at the time. Having a license is operating in commerce. So they have this whole law thing put in place over our people's heads, and it's, it's deeper than what our people realize. Like, if, if, if I told you, and I just found this out, like, we got a natural right to travel versus commercial driver license. You know, a lot of times we get pulled over, and the first thing they say, driver's license, registration, proof of insurance, sir. And as soon as we say, like, if I say, well, sir, I'm not operating commerce, that one sentence, just like you said earlier, like, if you know the law, you try to tell them some things that they don't know about, they ready to pull out a gun and blow your brains out. So in my situation, in my situation, I got locked up for over 10 hours for something that, A, was not an emergency, did not evolve, involve a, a, a victim, it wasn't involving an emergency, had my wife crying all crazy, $500 bail, which was returned, that was returned. I mean, it was just, I just wanted to kind of touch on that because there's millions of so, stories so, out so, there so where... Question, so question, when you said to them that, did you have, did you have a driver's license? Did you have a driver's yes, license? Yes, I did, but it, it, yes, yes, sir. But it was at the house. That charge stuck because 
Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't know why it's stuck. Now that I'm thinking about that, like it's just yeah, you, you know, I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm listening to you. I'm li- listen, listen, let's stop, stop, stop. You see, this is the problem with you know what with black people. I'm gonna just say it just like this. Y'all get into a lot of this back and forth with these people. And you, you, then you start, then you, it didn't help any of the, a lot of these so-called black people picked up this Moorish gibberish, you know, and you expect these Caucasians, you know, who have, you know, like I said, they just put these people in uniforms, give them a badge, because they're just trying to get a job to anybody and whatnot, because these people are policy keepers. These people keep the policy and whatnot, and they're charging you because, see, these charges are... Uh, a monetary, they're really monetary charge. That's why it's called a charge. It's a Agreed. it's a monetary yeah. charge. They're trying to charge you monetary fees, and you're Agreed. interrupting. Right. That. You're interrupting that because all that talking, they don't want to hear that. All they want to hear is you got your license, you got your registration. That's all. A lot of times, y'all make things too complicated for yourself. You start wanting to talk to the desk. You already giving me a headache by what you're saying to me. All this nonsense talk about, oh, under the jurisdiction and the code. They don't want to hear that. All they want is your license and registration. Give them your license and registration. Watch what you're doing when you're making the turn. Simple as that. That's all. You can you, see, they, you know, a lot of times they look to bait you because nine times out of ten, they're trying to make a quota. And that's really what it's about. They're trying to make a quota. They're trying to charge you because these are charged a lot of these places that's why i say be careful of going into these little small hick towns where these caucasian cops are because they don't got nothing else better to do they trying to make their little hustle their little money by writing tickets they live off of writing tickets this is like this is like being a damn waiter at a job you know how the waiters they make their money off tips these these police and these a lot of these in these in these um places like this they make their money a lot of their money's made off of it can stay right. Understood. Agreed. You and see, I, I really you, you talk too uh, much. I, you talk too much. There's no need to talk to them. You should have had your license, your registration. Here you go, officer. You see? But see, mm-hmm. y'all they're still that black that black mindset. You're supposed to want to get them out of your face, man. Here, take the license, take the registration. I'm talking to ticket. Okay, that's it. Goodbye. That's all. That's all they want to do nine times out of ten is just write you a ticket. Of course, they're going to check for some warrants because, you know, the bigger the bigger the um, the, the, um, the hit, the bigger the whatever, because they look it's all about charging you money. That's all it's about. It ain't more. It ain't more, so much motivated. Yeah, they'll say it's motivated by race. Yeah, they'll go to you so, so-called black people. But more than anything, they want money. That's what they want. They're not locking you up because they, they feel like locking you up. They want to put anchor. They're locking you up because it's money. They're trying to figure, they're trying to find out how they can get money out of you. You see? Mm-hmm. Well, understood. And that's all. <clears throat> understood. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. All right. <clears throat> we got to be smarter, man. We got to be smart. Let me take another call. Hey, I just wanted to chime in on what you were saying. And the reason why they want that money is to keep you in that frequency under their thumb in their control because that money got a frequency on it anyway. So that's why they want the money because, they, like you said before, they don't give a fuck about that damn money. It don't mean nothing. 
Well, they, they need the money. They they want the money. They care about the money in so far as they trying to use take care of their families and stuff like that. Because keep in mind, they still need money to feed their families. I guess I was going like, like the lower. I guess that's the lower ones, but the ones that's controlling them. You know, it's all a chain reaction for these um, lower people. You know, as you say, mm-hmm. the elites. They're controlling this whole situation with all that stupid frequency that's going on. So yeah, that's what you're right. Is. But the thing is, the elites they control the whites and the blacks. See, this is a big chess game. The elites you got they don't the, the white the white police they're not really like I said they're not clicked in with the elites the ones who really run the society they're not clicked in with the elites. See, the elites, you, again, you have to think as an elite thinks. The elites don't visit these towns. They don't visit. They don't live in these places. They, they don't, don't even live, they probably know in, where they're located. They don't know Unless where they're located. Unless they pass the thing and whatnot. They, you know, they, they, you see, yeah, here's one thing you got to learn from the elites. The elites, they travel in certain circles amongst their kind and whatnot. They build the structures and things like that, communities amongst their kind, and they work together. And whatnot. You see, this is why so-called black people get the justice, the the the, uh, the judgment they get, because so-called black people don't work together. They don't come together. And whenever the whenever these police stopping black people, they already know ain't nothing gonna happen because black people are seen as a bunch of stray dogs in the society, a bunch of loose individuals in the society. In other words, you're not linked to anything. So when you're not linked to anything, you're not really considered a community. You're not really considered people who. So I can do anything I want to you because really you my slave technically in my demented mindset. I'm talking about these people. That's how they really thinking of you as. Yeah, they thinking of you that you you don't you see you don't see them bothering Mexicans like that or bothering Arabs or bothering all the people <laughs> the people that all the people that they claim are a problem in this country. You don't really see them bothering those people because they know that those people belong to a community. They know that those people are connected to something. See, when they don't see that your people are connected to something or a part of something, then they just look at you as a bunch of individuals, strays, and whatnot, and they feel like they can get away with doing anything to you because nine times out of ten, these so-called black people are the easiest targets. They want your money. They did, for the low-level Caucasian police officers. It's just a charge for them. They're not. I don't. Right. They're not going out here. They looking. They just looking to charge you with something. They. they this is how they make their money. Mm-hmm. They look. They don't want to say that, but if, this is why they have the quota. They got to go out here and write tickets, and they got to charge people. You see, and that's how they and get their money. They know nine they, do, they, they are they very thirsty. They know nine times out of ten. So-called black people would be the ones who ain't got their license, ain't got their papers right, ain't got their paperwork in order. Ain't and paying attention. <laughs> yeah, ain't paying attention. Exactly. They already know. You got your music blast, and they already yeah. know. They're they going to find right. something. You see, they, you're going to get upset. They See, they got the te- typical stereotypical mindset when it comes to dealing with black people. You see? And you unfortunately, black people live up to that stereotype all the time. Right. It's true. Thank you for that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to play a little bit of music, and we'll be right back. (laughs) 
any law enforcement listening out here, so-called law enforcement, because like I said, y'all don't enforce no laws. You enforce policies. There's a difference. You don't enforce any laws. You enforce policies in the corporation. That's why you charge people so that you can get money out of them. A corporation is trying to make money, and these police departments are nothing but uh, outlets to corporations, and that's fine. That's what they got in place now. But law men are going to come back again. Real law men are going to come back in this in this country and all over the world. Law men are going to come back. Real men of righteousness. And I say this to these police officers out here all over the world, all the so-called law enforcement agencies and all these, but you call yourself law enforcement, but you're really not. I say this to you. It's going to come a time where people are going to get fed up with the policing, with the degeneracy, with police not being punished for doing all kinds of degenerate things, profiling people, pulling guns on children, all kinds of degenerate things that you do. And you're going to get people who are not going to care. It's going to come a time when you're going to breed a bunch of people. It's going to be black, white, and everything in between. It's going to, you're going to have this coming from a lot of people who you are being sent out here to police, where you're going to start having people exact justice on the policy officers. They're going to exact justice or judgment, as you say, justice on these policy officers. They're not going to care. You're going to start seeing more. I'm, I'm predicting this down the line. You're going to start to see more shootouts with the police. You're going to walk up and they just going to, people are going to start firing at y'all. It's going to be all kinds of things. When people, when you push people to the wall like this and they have nothing, they, you know, they have no recourse, basically the police and the district attorney, they get, you go to no one. So if you get done wrong by the police, who are you going to go to? Who can you go to to punish them for doing wrong by you? Who can you go to? You got to depend on them. Who can you go to? When people get fed up and realize there is no real law and order, there is no real organized system of law and order here. It's just organized chaos and crime. Same thing when a, that's like when a when a, a gangster when a gangster is extorting you. When a gangster is extorting you, who do you go to? If there is, you know, if the gangster is the police officer, if the gangsters are the police officers and they're walking around with badges and they're extorting you and they're telling you got to pay this and you got to pay that and they breaking the law and what they're doing because a lot of these policy officers, they don't believe in the law. That's just a mere formality. Their job is to charge you. You got to keep this in mind when you're dealing with them. See, this is what black people get it wrong at. Black people get it wrong in thinking that the policy officers care about anything other than writing tickets or trying to get arrests or whatever they're trying to do because that equals money for them. They're in this for money. You see, they're in this, but they're not in this to uh, so-called keep order and things like because I guarantee they wouldn't do it for free. They ain't going to do it for free. You see, they want a paycheck to take care of their family. You see, and when you allow people who just in it for a paycheck who just in it or in it because they bias against people. I'm going to get a badge and I'm going to be able to shoot all the black people I want to shoot, all kind of dumb shit like that. Again, there's going to be judgment for you. There will be judgment coming for you. And I'm telling you, you're not going to escape. I don't care what color you are, 
what you think you have, you think you got things on control, you think you got all these guns and all this military, it's going to be judgment coming for you. You can't keep doing the things you do unrighteously and think that you're going to continue with that. It's like anything. When you have in the nature, in the law of nature, when you have something that's just a, become rogue and something that's just become de- so degenerate, it upsets the order of things, the natural order of things, then that has to be eradicated or have to be eradicated. Those type of people who are unrighteous, who threaten their very lives and the very security of people's safety in a society where people should be living by law and order, everybody, not just certain people, everybody, white, black, and everything in between. And you who put on a badge and take an oath, you should be the most scrutinized and you should be the most focused upon because you're being given authority. And if you're being given authority and you abuse your authority to keep law and order because you're supposed to be protecting and serving, according to what they say, people's tax money pay your salary. And you're not thinking about that. You're there to serve the public. You're not there to ego trip because you got a badge and a gun or some old grudge you got against black people because you don't like black people. Nobody care about that. You're supposed to turn that off when you come on the job. But see, these people are not inspired to do that because they're animals. Got a lot of animals here and badges, a lot of two-legged animals. And what does an animal do? An animal acts on its animal behavior. It acts on its animal nature. They don't care. You can't explain to an animal right and wrong or righteousness. An animal don't understand it. All an animal want to do is attack. That's all an animal wants to do. Right? But in the jungle, there's always bigger animals that will attack you, that will feed on you. There's always bigger animals that come up. Nature produces stronger animals, and that's what's going to happen when it comes to law and order. When real law and order and righteousness come forward again, as it will in the future, then y'all system is finished, man. And you goddamn policy keepers and your cheap $2 badges, you see, you're going to be finished as well. See, the law and the order of the most high, of the true Lord, is coming to this earth. Why? Because so much chaos and confusion has been allowed to be uh, in rulership. See, because the righteous people haven't stood up. The righteous people haven't stood up. The righteous people are hiding in the shadows. The righteous ones are hiding in the shadows, and the righteous people will pass judgment on everyone. They will pass judgment on everyone, and they will have direct power from the creator to do so. And all the people that carried off these policies, did all of this degeneracy, did all this evil, they're going to pay. They're going to be judged, and they're going to be sentenced. You see, know that judgment is on the way. But see, if people don't stand up for judgment, if people don't stand up for righteousness, like I said, then this is going to be allowed to go on. This is going to be allowed to continue. This is pure madness. Nobody should have to have a talk with their children about 
uh, ducking from the police. You so-called black people, you, you y'all niggas, man. I, y'all are y'all are ridiculous. You come up, we gotta have that talk with our child about the police and things like that. You know, you gotta be this way with them. You gotta act. wait a minute. Wait a minute. If y'all having these kind of talks with your children, who you basically telling that they have to be a certain way with the police and whatnot, when you should just basically just give them the ba- give them the basics, just give them your license, give them your way if, you, if they catch you in the don't be in no place around these people or put yourself in a position to have to have these people even interact with you. You should always want to get them out of your face, man. Ain't no back and forth. But if you should have to have a talk with them, your children, you have a practical conversation with them. You see, have a practical conversation with so-called police officers, these law enforcement people, supposed so-called law enforcement people. Because like I said, they don't uphold or keep any laws because they have the time. They don't even know the damn law. You start quoting law to them, they're looking at you like you're crazy. So how the hell are they law enforcement? They don't even know the law. And they're breaking the law. And when you tell them, they're still trying to break the law because they're just so busy trying to write you a ticket. They don't care about the law. You see, they don't care about that. So if you're telling your children they have to be afraid of the police officers, you have to have that talk, then you're basically setting your children up to be criminals because only criminals are people who think they're in the wrong have to fear the people who supposedly in the right. These people are not in the right. They're not. You see, people who carry a righteous vibration on them, people who carry a righteous vibration on them, they don't fear anything. They don't have to walk in fear. They know how to deal with people. You teach them how to deal with these people like you deal with any other creature quickly and effectively. You want them out of your face, man. Give them what they ask for so they can go about their business. Don't be in any places and don't be doing anything that you're not supposed to be doing. Simple as that. All that, you know, interaction. There's no interaction, man. There's no interaction. We'll be right back.
You can find unrighteousness everywhere. You can find unrighteousness everywhere, people in the street. See, all police officers are, are you know, some are going to be there. Some are going to be, you know, acting in alignment with the law and the order, you know, supposedly. Others are not. You see, others are not. It's just like anything in life. You got certain things that are good in life, certain things that are bad in life. But, see, once you put the badge on, once you're pledging to uphold the law, all your good and bad behavior is supposed to go out the window. And you're supposed to be unbiased and you're supposed to be going by the law. But they don't do that. That's why they're not law enforcement. They're not. They give a bad name to law enforcement, you see. They give a bad name to law enforcement. Why? And, and like I said, why do so-called black people get in contact with these cops? Because like I said, a lot of you so-called black people are not living righteously in your life. See, you attract the filth that you live out in your life. When you are living a filthy life, when you are filthy degenerates in your life, you attract filth. So you'll attract these filthy animals. I'm not, and I'm not saying it's about all the police. But some police, like I said, white, black, some of them are good police. Some of them are here to do the job and uphold the law, and they're just here to do their job and go home. So I'm not going to say all of them. But like I said, if y'all allow anyone in your precincts on the job who is like that, then he makes you all look like that. And those people put y'all in danger. I told you, these police that do things like this, they put y'all police officers in danger because you're going to have people that's going to get fed up. People are going to get fed up with being pulled over, shot into their windows, having guns pulled on their children, all kind of dumb shit. People are going to get tired of that, and they're just going to take it out on y'all, and y'all not going to be able to stop that. And it's not going to just be black people that's going to be doing it. It's going to be white people. It's going to be Mexicans. It's going to be everybody. It's going to be this anti-police thing here in this society. I'm telling you it's coming. I'm warning y'all. It's coming. Y'all think that's going to be your judgment. I predict that to come. That it's going to be a strong anti-police hate thing in the society, and you're going to start seeing people just start opening up on the police, shooting at the police and everything. They're not going to trust them. You see? Black, white, and everything. I'm not going to just say it's going to be, it ain't going to be because black people are going to be as hell. It might, might not more it'd be more white people doing it. White, Asian, a little bit of everything. Mexican, trust me. There'll be some black. But that's going to happen. It's going to be a strong anti police sentiment. And when people all the more, when you got random people who you can't say who's really, well, these people, when it's just coming from anywhere. When you least expect it, when it's just coming from anywhere, people just start taking it out on you, what you going to do? What you going to do? You can shoot back all you want to. Your life going to be in danger. And then you'll have the crazies who try to follow you home. They ain't going to forget. See, this is why I said you always got to keep in mind that people look at that badge and look at you, and they expect you to live by a certain code of conduct once you take that oath. You're not living by that code of conduct. you just like, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. You're going to be low-level and degenerate. There's punishment for that. There's judgment for that. You see? You can stand tall as you want. You can go to all the gyms you want, lift all the weights you want, get all the guns you want, get all and thank you the baddest motherfucker on the planet all y'all want to. 
but there's judgment for that. Even you, you are not going to escape judgment. I don't care how white you think you are, how strong you think you are, how many guns you think you got, how many badges you can hide behind. It's not going to matter. You see, these kind of people put police officers in jeopardy. You see? And when people are with blind rage and blind righteousness, when they start to feel as though they're fighting for what's righteous, not what's right, but what's righteous. See, righteousness is unbiased. Righteousness just is. It just is supremely right, supremely in alignment with higher states of righteousness, what you pledge to do. But see, I guess when you pledge to the beast, you know what I'm saying, you pledge to Satan or whoever the hell y'all pledge to, your God, whatever your God you call. Like I said, y'all would just do this type of thing you do. You know, you bring your personal bias to work with you. You, you, like I said, y'all have no real soul. You have no soul. You are soulless people. And that's fine. But even the soulless, even the spirited people, the soulless people are going to be judged. See, that's when proper judgment is coming. That's when real judgment starts to come. You see, they're going to put a lot of y'all in danger. These type of people that y'all protect. They're going to put a lot of you in danger all over. Because like I said, when you got a greater populace of people, you got more people than you got police. What are you going to really do realistically? What are you going to realistically do when you got more people than police? You see, what will you realistically do when these people are organized? What are you going to do when they want to fight you, when they hate you, they tired of living under your tyranny? Don't act like that can't happen. That's the thing revolutions are made of. And I'm not saying I want to see that happen to y'all, but it's going to happen over time if you keep doing what you're doing. That's going to happen. People are going to revolt. People are going to rise up. People are going to fight. And you got nobody to blame with yourself. Don't think, oh, it's just going to be these black people and we're going to get white people and Mexicans on our side. They ain't going to be on your side. They're not going to be on your side, you see. And those who are on your side, they stand on the side of unrighteousness, and they're going to be put to death as well. The wages of sin, as they said in the Bible, are death. Really, the wages of unrighteousness is death. Especially when you pledge to uphold law and order, which is the highest form of righteousness. See, that's like like when you so-called white people, when y'all put the Superman symbol on your chest, when you put that serpent symbol on your chest with their blue and red and yellow, which y'all really know that comes from the ancient Egyptians and all them, which is black people, those symbols those symbols of L, the house of L, and all that, and those serpent symbols, those are all from the ancient Kimites, the ancient Nubians, and all those people from the Serpentine dynasties. When you put those things on and you make mockery of those things, you make mockery of those images, knowing that y'all not people of the sun, knowing that you didn't, wasn't projected from the sun, knowing that y'all earthbound creatures that were created on earth, when you put those symbols on your chest, nothing but curses happen for you. Notice that happened with a lot of these people in the Superman movies. All these curses came down on them. People who, in the Omen movie, all these curses and things. Can They made movies about the, the curses of the Superman thing, all directed by that guy, Richard Donald, which I'll get into another time. But my point is saying, when you put on that badge, and you're saying that you're pledging to uphold law and order, you're carrying a gun and things like that, you're giving us um, some authority. When you do things like this and you're not living up to that, 
and you know you're not living up there, you up here harassing people, you up here uh, pulling guns on children. Caucasian police pull guns on little babies, man. But then, you know what, you so-called black people need that. You know what, you so-called black people, you need that. You niggas need that. Why I say that is because a lot of y'all, y'all still think y'all y'all still in love with the beast. You worship his system. You want your children to worship your system. Well, here go your damn beast right there for you. There you go. That's your wake-up call. That's your wake-up call for loving the beast, mixing your seed. Your children need to see that, unfortunately. Because y'all so sambos and coons, you're not going to teach your children to read reality of what's taking place. You're not going to do that. So a lot of times, unfortunately, your children need to see that, and they need to have a wake-up call early because y'all ain't going to never wake up. Just hope they come out of it alive and they, they raise up in the right state of mind, the righteous state of mind. You see, I told you righteousness is like the disinfectant for degeneracy. Pure righteousness is the disinfectant. For degeneracy. The reason why, like I said, you people keep getting uh, 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 infected with this poison from the beast is because y'all not standing in righteousness, man. Y'all degenerates in your own damn life. Like I said, police bother niggas, man. Police bother niggas. You see, you live in that nigga mentality in your life. Because I, I, if you go back in a lot of these uh, uh, setups, you know, Tamir Rice, uh, uh, Jacob Blake, and all that. You go back in a lot of these stuff. You know these bunch of degenerate niggas, man. You know, you, you know Sandra Bland's and and all these and, and these niggas that they still notice this in the media. They always stick up for these degenerate niggas, man. Notice that these niggas are Tamir Rice. Mother, I'm gonna just say it like that. Why are you letting your son run around the street with a gun, a toy gun at that, pointing at people? What are you teaching your son? You see stuff like that, unrighteous things. Like I said, it swing both ways, man. It swing both ways. You look in the background of these niggas, man. There's a bunch of degenerates, man. You see? That's why I don't, I'm not so quick to cry for these niggas, man, when they get put to death by the police. I'm not so quick to cry for them. Because they don't they, again, they don't want to be righteous people. You see, you so-called black people, you were brought here to be the righteous. You, you so-called black people, I'm for so, so-called, you bronze people were brought here to be the righteous you're supposed to be the righteous fulfillment of prophecy by way of the Most High, man. You're supposed to be the embodiment of righteousness. All people are supposed to be the embodiment of righteousness. But we are not. Y'all want to be degenerates and then get mad at the beast when he deal with you as a degenerate. You want to be a degenerate in your life with this liberated mindset, you know, not being a real family, accepting the ways of the beast. And then when the beast deals with you, when I'm going to allow the beast to deal with you, then y'all mad. This is all judgment, man. Judgment cuts both ways. Black, white, in every way. And that's all, man. Let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and uh, answer these questions before we get out of here. What is organized law and order? Organized law and order is the foundation of righteousness in which you conduct law and order. This society is not based in righteousness, so therefore there's no law and order. Even these even these police and all them, they don't they don't even know the so-called law. A lot of stuff is on the books. They don't care about that. I told Jay mindset is just to write tickets and get money, and that's it, and try to get money off. That's all. Keep the, get the money going in the system. They don't keep on the law and order. It's strictly about money and commerce and all this nonsense. That's all. Are we following it today? No, there is no law and order to follow today. There will be soon. There will be law and order to follow soon and as we go on forward in the future by way of the most high. How is it practiced? How is uh, organized? Uh, law and order practice by way of righteousness. 
by way of communal righteousness. That has to be practiced first and foremost. You have to be raised in a society of law and order before you are able to go out into the world and practice it. These people will become these cops. They wasn't raised in no society of law and order. They was raised probably in a family full of degenerates, you see, racist, degenerates, animals on two legs, you see, and you niggas that get control, um, patrolled by them. You have nine times of ten, you black females will lay down with these same animals that put you in jail and your children in jail. You'll lay right down with them, and you got love for them. You worship their image. So they do what they do to you, so be it. What systems are we under now? We under organized chaos and confusion, organized crime, because this society was started by way of some criminal, by way of criminal, uh, by by way of criminal activity, uh, uh, enslaving people, forcing people to work, uh, kidnapping people, human, so-called human trafficking. You see things like that, taking land from people. That's criminal. When will organized law and order be established on earth as we enter the fourth dimension and as the elected gather together in the third? That's when true law and order and righteousness will enter. A lot of you so-called black people, y'all not trying to be that. You still want to be degenerate under the beast, and you still want him to let you into the system and, you know, let him let you. In other words, y'all want to become black Caucasians, and you want to file, you want, you want a path in which you do like the Caucasians get. That's really what y'all want. Y'all really don't want law and order here. You so-called black people, or neither really do you so-called white, nor the rest of y'all. But law and order is coming by way of the Most High, by the Lord, and that's it. We're gonna close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Mankari. This is Ben Mintelect Radio. See you guys back in the morning. Good night.
Thank 